Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Up Close and Personal, Up Close and Raw with Nefe and Lydia. Hi, Nefe. How are you today? Hello, Lydia. I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? How was Lagos? Fine, fine. <laughs> okay, guys. Welcome to another episode of Up Close and Raw with Nefe and Lydia, like I said before, I want to say thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for sparing your time, your data, you know, just to listen to two young people that probably don't know what they're saying. But thank you guys. We love you so much. So, yes, we me, do. I'm, not alone. I'm not alone today. I have with me the handsome, chocolatey, sexy eyed um, Nefe. Nefe, please introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, um, hi everybody. Okay, so um, w- when you started introducing, I was like, oh, "Is there somebody close to you?" <laughs> okay, so okay, so um, hi everybody, and um, welcome to Up Close and Raw, um, a show where we really love to share our point of view on different issues, like we like to say and all that. You might not necessarily agree with everything we say, but we just like to share what we think so we're actually very raw we share some of our personal experiences other times it could be very emotional for us so um thank you again for listening my name is nafe and i like being raw you know (laughs) yeah my name is lydia and i like being up close so guys last Um, week we talked about like nafe did an amazing job talking about long distance relationships Nefe, like, if it's not that you are taking, I think I would tell all the Nigerian girls to come and apply, you know. Nefe did a very wonderful job, and he talked about one of the reasons why long-distance relationship might not work. He talked about insecurities. I was able to deal with his own insecurity when he had, like, issues with insecurity and all that. And guys, if you've not listened, please, the link is in the video below after this one the link is there please check it out share with your friends and your families so today nefe like we've changed the topic like 100 mm. times we don't even know what to talk about yeah, so we're going to we, just go yeah. for how the spirit needs right <laughs> yes yes most definitely so um today's topic is not straightforward so we'll just go with the flow yeah. um we're not just gonna give a topic to it we'll just go with the flow and uh we just hope you actually enjoy listening to it and you get to share your experience with us as well. Yeah. Okay, so today I think I'm just going to ask you questions and then I'm going to just, you know, what's in a girl's mind, like the questions that girls would like to ask guys, all those things. Like, So, yes, I think we're just going mm. to do something random, not something like topic, topic, sure. Okay, so mm. um, the first one I'm going to ask you is that, okay... You know, a lot of girls have issues with, maybe not a lot of girls, but then like most most girls, when a guy comes to talk to them, they're already planning weddings in their head and all like marriage and children and all that. So like when a guy comes to meet a girl, like, is it okay to start thinking about those things or like, is it better to just start at a friendship level and not jump into a relationship straight away? Like, is it a turn off for guys when, like, you start asking, what are we, what are we, what are we, all those things? I know we've talked about this in our previous podcast, but then, like, I yes, would, we did. like you to shed more light on that sub- on that subject. So, over to you, Nifi. Okay. Okay, so, awesome. Um, so, um, I think, first of all, I don't think it, there's anything bad in a girl having, like, an end view in her mind when somebody comes and meet her. So, the thing is, She's not going to have that same thought for every guy who comes at me hard. So um, if she's having a thought, that thought for a particular guy, it means that she begins to find that guy physically attractive. So, um, and you know, you know, this is really a Christian show, right? Um, You know, we're an average, um, probably an average unbeliever or someone who really is not a Christian <clears throat> or I would say he doesn't doesn't really take Christian um, doctrine and the word seriously. Mm-hmm. Would have a different point of view. So if a guy comes and meet her, she probably does feel like okay, fine, boy. Let me see where it leads yeah. to and all that. But you know, as as a Christian, you don't get to 
so so let me just put it the world or non-christians mm-hmm. let me just use the word because um the world so the world will probably have a different view so the world yeah. will probably think hmm, guy wants to come and have some time with me yeah. could be sexual and all that and that's what comes to our mind and she's wondering hmm, can i can i but you know when it comes to being a christian naturally you know all those things are like prohibited so or let me say those things are not uh god standard yeah yeah christian i think that's the best word so christian like so somehow your mind naturally just goes to marriage because you know it's in marriage that you can freely do all what you want to do so um i think she having that um thinking there's nothing wrong with that it's almost like someone who um approaches a client for a deal and tells the client this is the cost of the deal. You know, in his mind, he's already spending the money. Yeah. <laughs> Before the deal comes in. But you see, the difference here is, is when we allow that thought begin to, um, how do you call it, begin to influence or manipulate our actions. Mm-hmm. So what is wrong is when you have that thought, and because you now have that thought, you use that thought, how that relationship will flow then becomes a problem. So it now looks like you are now trying to become yeah. desperate. So, yes, uh, some guys call it like, mm, this girl has been desperate here and all that. So having that thought is not bad. But I think what we should process usually after that thought is you want to know the intention of the guy. If the guy is really serious or not. Yeah. So if the person, if the guy is also a Christian like you, um, you you can easily kind of, you know, size up his intentions. And, and that's where being friends become okay now. But I use the word being friends in a restrictive yeah. manner. Being casual friends, but being open-handed friends. Open-handed in the sense that you're not casual, but at the same time, you are not more. You are just simply in the middle, waiting to know what, what his intentions are. So when you know his intentions, you can now decide to, you know, tell, okay, okay, this is what I want to be, or this is what I don't want. So I think everything should start from, um, yeah, that open-ended friendship, just an open-ended friendship first, to know his intentions. Do not allow that feeling, okay, mm, I like him, I want to marry him, and all that. Don't let that overtake, you know. Just have it somewhere at the back of your mind. Um, Then, but just ensure that your intentions, whatever your conversations are, are in line with what is, what is happening now. All right? And I think secondly, secondly, asking about what, what, um, yeah. what, what are we, who are we, and all that. You know, I think that conversation naturally would come depending on the state that friendship has grown to become. Okay, so if the relationship is relatively new, that means the relationship is barely under... Yeah three months, you understand? And you guys' conversations mm-hmm. are just very platonic. I feel like from his platonic kind of conversation, you should already have known if this guy is someone who wants or not. Because the thing about a guy is that if a guy likes a girl, you understand, he wants to own the girl. I'm yeah. sorry for that choice of word. I wish I had a better <laughs> word right now. He, he wants to be you know, he wants to know that, okay, this is my girl. Because he knows that, obviously, there will be other guys who is also trying to get away. So he wants to know whether he's the number one okay, person so in this girl's life or like, he's just one of them. You know, what are the signs that, oh, this person wants to be the only person in your life? Okay, so naturally, for a guy, right, if a guy likes a girl, he begins to mm-hmm. make more moves. So... A um, couple of things he would do is he would try and um, want to please her mm-hmm. in a certain way. So I also use that word very, very restrictive. So it's not all guys who naturally go out of their way to want to please, but they'll make some steps to want to, you know, kind of, you know, please the girl. Like, you know, um, try and know mm-hmm. the kind of girl she is. Like, is she a gift person or is she a um, yeah. hangout person? He, he would always want to be around her mm-hmm. in that sense you know it could be in true calls or true physical meetings you just want to then he begins to ask certain questions as well like uh maybe he sees her 
you know, maybe talking to someone else and mm-hmm. asking who is that person. I mean, are you friends? Mm-hmm. What's up? You get, then he would also be asking subtle questions like, I was, yeah. are you in a relationship or something? At some point, he would ask. If he's beginning to see a lot of your conversations or a lot of your moves, mm-hmm. you know, with other um, guys, then he begins to ask that question. But if he doesn't, he makes that assumption. Then also, he begins to play, um, he begins to play certain kind of things. Like when he begins to say things like, mm-hmm. what's up, why are you come around? You know, he, he wants to suddenly, he allows his ego um, try and he wants to use his ego to see whether you would respond, you know, through respect and all that. So if when those things begin to take place, he's ready trying to give signs to say, hey, I, I want to be number one. But sometimes for some guys yeah. who don't like to make physical commitments, like go away and tell things like, hey, this is, I do like mm-hmm. you and I really want to have a relationship with you. Some guys like like it just that's, happening. That's so annoying. <laughs> they just like it happening without. I think that's like the Christian. Yes, guys it is annoying. And, and the truth is, I've had most Christian guys. I, but really, I, I feel like it's not just Christian guys because I've had conversations mm-hmm. with people who are not even Christians. Both Christians and not Christians. I feel like they go with. The I don't know if it's a Nigerian thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's a Nigerian yeah. thing because I know I'm not going to other parts of the world, but I feel like I feel like um that happens because for, for first mm-hmm. of all, for the guy is a safe spot. You know, if both of yeah. them are close together, sure you get my point. And without asking mm-hmm. it, it's saving the embarrassment of I toast you. Mm-hmm. So you didn't get to say no. Okay, yeah. so it's, I'm saving my head, you know. Okay, because so wait, one of the, that, like, one of the crazy things the guy... They, they, they are scared of the word no or what is the problem exactly? Exactly, yeah. For some, yeah, for some, for some, that no becomes, you know, there's a way no just kind of bruises no, your ego. There's the way you know that, like, you have to say yes. So, like... Yeah, but you know, you know the truth. The truth is, some also, I've also noticed that Carefully, when you look at, I don't know, I've not, I've had interaction mm-hmm. with Nigerian girls, like I said. You know, there are times when, like, okay. I, I'll give you, I'll paint a scenario with you. Um, there's a girl I once knew, mm-hmm. you know, from church, and um, yeah. we were very mm-hmm. close. I mean, very close. The girl at some point, you know, surprised me. I said, I'm going to take you. And she mm-hmm. really took me out and spent her money. And I was like, wow, yeah. awesome girl. And we're really close. I would sometimes leave my house mm-hmm. and go towards where she's living. We would chill, yeah. talk. You get my point? Where it felt like, if, and sometimes mm-hmm. she would even come to my house, we'd just be chilling and we're cozy. Mm-hmm. You know, when cozy. you know, both parties were oh, like, this is something deep. Yeah, it was for me. <laughs> for me, it, it yeah. was, it sounded like something really deep. Then suddenly, you know, suddenly, and I felt like, okay, see, I know we're just, I, I feel like, yeah. I know we're catching crews and things are happening, you know, mm-hmm. in a way we should be dating already. But I wanted to ask that question, so that yeah. it's like, it's official, it's out there, it's official. And and I asked that question, what's so what's up like- Would you like dating? And I, and she was like, um, I'll have to think about, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, are you for real? Think about, what are we you need, so sometimes, sometimes the truth is, you know, the, some girls also yeah. prefer when things are also like that, where they just, it also occurs without them asking. But the time you begin to ask is the time you begin to, their mind, yeah. it seems like their mind just rewires and say, wait, you... wait, let me not think about it. Exactly. They just want it to be unconscious. Let it just happen. Know. I've had conversation with um, girls who who says, of course, you know, you know, they have preferences. Everybody has a preference. Um, I've seen a girl who also had a, we're just talking, I, I think when I was um, with, with our other girlfriend, so I was with this girl, and our friends were there, we were just talking, and next thing she was like, ah, she and this particular mm-hmm. guy have just been dating, but the guy never asked out. They just started friends, they just started, just started, but they just started dating. Ah, no definition. Yeah. I remember I was in that conversation. I was talking. 
saying there are some mm-hmm. things he's doing he doesn't like and all that. And I was like, what's up? Like, I felt yeah. definition was important. I was trying to see definition and they were like, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They just cruised on like that. Like, <laughs> And the truth is, mm-hmm. when the girl gets deep into that kind of relationship, it's hard for her to now yeah. come back Don't and say, oh boy, you're not toasting yeah. Exactly. So I feel sometimes um, because of that, some guys don't. Other times, some guys probably use it as a yeah. backup plan. I, re- I can't exactly. Um, but I think I think naturally they just make those things happen. And I feel that's why when you, are be- you begin to notice it, you begin to notice, because there's no way you begin to notice the intensity coming from the yeah. other, the opposite sex towards you. When you begin Notice the intensity. Those are the times you can begin to, you know, using them to ask some of those questions, you know, and all that. Especially if your relationship now is open-ended. And how would you know relationship is open-ended? You know, when a girl especially is using a lot of expression as, ah, uh, my friend, ah, uh, your friend, you know that. Yes, no, but your friend, you get my point. Just, and, you know, look for, like, you know, words from the guy's mouth, like, oh, we're just friends now. Maybe, like, she's, she has started catching feelings, and then, like, the guy doesn't say anything, and then maybe she does something, and the guy will be like, ah, and like, ah, she we are just friends. So she, maybe she's trying to get the girl, guy to talk to and be like, okay, we're not friends, we're more than friends, or maybe the guy should get to act out or something. Some girls actually do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think that's where, <laughs> that's what brings a lot of complication, right? Um, you know, the, the way a guy thinks, right, yeah. is so very simple. Think? Like he's, you know, we're actually, actually very simple. You know, when we're simple in terms that we're not, we don't have very complicated thought pattern when it comes to a relationship. We, we, it's like, we're just very simple person. Yeah. Like, is a yes, is a yes. They know is a no. Yeah, sometimes you shakara no be be pushing, pushing also, also, and there's those ones. But you see, most of the time, but you see, mm-hmm. an average girl, right, to him to him is very complicated. Because for a guy, for a guy, you know, those I think we're just friends now. And he's looking like mm. we're just acting like we're more than friends now. He's yeah. confused. You know, this minute she's super nice or she's suddenly jealous when yeah. she sees other girls around him. And he's like, what's up? And, and you're like, what's up now? Why are you jealous? Oh, we're friends. Like, what do you mean by girlfriend? And okay, she walks away. Okay, let me, pause. Let me ask says, a question. Adult friends. This one is my personal experience. And I'm sorry to whoever will get to watch this and then you realize that uh, it is our experience that I'm sharing. Anyway. So like for okay for instance me and the, me and the guy the boy and the girl are just friends and then she gets jealous over like the other person I be over maybe another girl around the guy so what do you think is going through like from a guy's perspective what's okay. going on in the guy's mind like would guy be like oh like I can't deal with my insecurities and try to start to as begin to start pulling away or something like like is it a turn off for some guys definitely I know it's a turn off for some guys okay so okay. Okay, so whether it's a turn off with some guys, if if somebody really likes you, should they really be turned off by okay? Okay, yes. So the question is, um, you remember insecurity varies from um persons to persons. Okay, now for for you for you, you know, it might be insecurity. For some other people, it's just vulnerability. Yes, but then in an instance, do you like, get the girl is angry over like somebody else? Like, shouldn't be, shouldn't it be like, oh, like this girl actually likes me? Not it would not like, no, it shouldn't let you like push you away from. I mean, make you like, I don't know the English to use. I don't want to go and tap on the podcast. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, but I, be, I, I get you. Okay, yeah, I think you I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Make you understand that oh, like this person. No, no, like. No, I don't think so. All right, so no, this what this is what it happens. Okay, for some guys, right? Okay, so in that case, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That it varies from, you know, guys to guys. Now, for some guys, if you yeah. don't even act jealous, mm-hmm. it means you don't like them. 
Why for some guys, the fact you are jealous means that yes, you like them. But for some guys, no, it's not. You know, they feel okay. like why are you jealous? Does it mean you don't trust okay. me? Are you getting in those cases, guys like that, right? You will notice that the point is now yeah. it doesn't apply for all, right? But there are guys, for example, who want don't want you to be jealous when they are mm-hmm. doing when they are with other girls. But they are jealous yeah. when you are but with other guys. Show other it. guys. They really show it. No. They guys. And they do. I think they yeah. do it through their attitude. No, but some don't even. That's how guys show it. They show it through their attitude. You know their attitude. Me, I like jealous guys. Just putting it out there. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like I feel yeah. like they show it right. But but it varies. Okay, one. Um, for me, for example, right. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't act jealous. I don't show jealous, right? And, and why I don't do that is because I feel like I trust my um, partner well enough to yeah. know what to do part time, right? So um, I I don't have no, to then, start monitoring your life because when I start to monitor you your life, them, but the fact that like imagine them with somebody else, like attention, giving attention to somebody else, like I just. It might not be like you don't trust them. You might trust them, but then you know that jealousy. Like even the Bible says, "God is jealous." God, don't let me misquote the Bible. But then, like you know that feeling yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. like this person. I don't know. It's still jealousy. Anyway. It's still selfish. Anyway, but then, yeah, it is. It is. But I think okay. So this is where it comes from. So in the yeah. case of attention, right? Okay, um, I watch your girl giving attention to another man and all that. Everything boils down to priority. Okay, so for example, if you guys are supposed to have conversations or you guys supposed to be doing stuff and for some reason, the the girl is giving attention to someone else instead of you, then of course, you you definitely will get jealous and you want to react to that. You know, but if it's a case of Come, mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff, or we're not doing anything at that moment, but she's generally just having conversation with someone else, then that's not a problem, yeah. right? But I feel like what happens is for some people is excessive, where um she fact that she's just talking to someone else. Whether it was business, whether it's um something else, they just want to know. <laughs> you get my point. And you see, for me, I I feel that's where one is giving one mm-hmm. headache and it's not healthy. Like, because is the truth is that girl, if that girl's world is yeah. if, if you're just the center of that like. girl's world alone, <laughs> at some point you will yeah, get tired. You will get tired because average I don't think one guy can just really sustain mm-hmm. the attention span of a woman. A woman if you are saying ah, everything just is me. If it's this, just me, always me, me, me. There'll be time when you are busy now. And the point is, you know, you can't, an average guy cannot multitask. Not a guy himself can't even multitask. If he's focused on his work and focused on how to make money, at that time, he's shielding the girl and like, hey, I don't have your time. And at that time, the girl feels like, it's you that I knew. Mm-hmm. All the friends that I should have been talking with at the time, now it's you I'm just focusing on. And you'll be like, hey, 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 I don't have this time. But you have said no, it's you I should focus on. So the girl now becomes nagging. Naga, naga. And she'll be like, What's your problem? Can't you see I'm trying to make money for us? And the girl is like, So, and you make money. So we shouldn't have attention. But when you've given her a bit of open space and trust her, she have other friends, you know, good friends. Because she also ensure that, of course, she has good friends. She has good friends who she have conversations. You know, she can just always have those conversations when you're busy. And when you're less busy, she they are less busy and you guys have that time uh, but it depends yeah. as i said it depends on the person there are some guys that um uh, just mm-hmm. just be jealous 24 yeah. 7. i want to use you and you you get but there are some people who are more liberal and like hey have, have yeah. catch your cruise go and have fun mm-hmm. don't be don't yeah. stick you get my point yeah so, so there, my next guys like that as well so the point is it's about Okay, my next question Quiet, is, okay, to somebody that's messed up, like, okay, maybe you guys once liked each other, but then you noticed, you know, form of insecurity in the girl and that she doesn't sit well with you. And is it possible for, you know, like, for, like, 
the girl and the guy to still like even though a relationship might not work out anymore for them to actually be friends like with each other well i think it's possible but i think the first thing that both parties have to deal with is they need to first of all deal with their um what you call the emotional attachment no emotional because the truth is like they were the once guy, in the guy is not emotionally attached it's just the girl yeah that's what i'm saying there will still be a problem there will still be a problem both parties have to successfully detach their emotions to each other for them to really be friends you get because for you no, to be friends ex. with an ex that, like, that you're still talking, kind of in a... stage okay at least you were the one in the zone of you were the one in the zone oh. of okay i like you i like you but the guy was like okay let's take it slow but now that you already messed up probably like your insecurities sure in the way sure you're doing everything so is it possible to still be friends with mm. you know such a person like or like should you just give it up and just be like oh, yes gonna, like, so let me just move yeah. your life and just you know no, no. I, I feel like I feel like you could still be friends. You still be friends, but create boundaries. That's all you need to do. Just create boundaries because you don't know where um, the person can be a blessing again, or where you can be a blessing to the person. So I think just create boundaries. That's all you need to do. Create boundaries where you can still be friends. But I feel that there's one thing that is happening in relationship yeah. in our millennial days that we need to really work on, and I feel that. It's about really communicating. We need to communicate with each other better. Um, most of the time, what we do in our relationship is, and mm-hmm. I did it a lot, <laughs> and I did it a lot. In fact, uh, if if the girl and the guy, you guys are not just vibing, mm-hmm. maybe she did something that is angry with you. Too. You did something. Like, What's wrong with this kid? Why she doing? You guys, for the fact that you know, you guys just have a small yeah. misunderstanding or misagreement. Yeah, like this is how I do my thing. This one, this is how I do my thing. Yeah, let's let's break. I mean, we're we're yes, very but, quick to I break feel, relationships. Nipe, I feel that like it's not like I don't know. It's not nice if like okay if, if I start liking you and then you now realize that I have like an insecurity problem or one area that doesn't sit well with you. I feel that like as Christians, we should you know come together and work it. Like okay, I know that one like you can't help me. Like you can only God can do the work and stuff. But then it doesn't mean that like, you just cut off. Like I don't know what to say because like yes, that's like, exactly what we're saying. Issue. I'm bringing my personal issues. To you know, no, I think podcast for then. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Lydia, because you know the truth. I think you know why I said mm-hmm. it happened to me at some point because I felt like okay, something is not um, fitting well. Rather than mm-hmm. we both sitting down and working this thing out and see, I know you have a bit of insecurity. I, I too have mine. You understand? Let's have this conversation, right? You know, maybe you should do less of this, less of that. You need to trust me more in this and trust me more in this. And by that way things get better. There are times even in my relationship where I have to communicate my feelings. You know, there's a way you, you get to communicate your feelings and say, I know this is how I am. Sometimes I could be very pushy. Sometimes you could do it I can I could just ignore you. I could be a difficult person sometimes. Please understand me. You get, I feel like that is what is missing. First of all, the two parties, yeah, we don't and I even feel communicate, already want, like, you know, our feelings. We're even like, scared kind of, to... They already, like, have a list of what they want and then... But what exactly. if God doesn't want to give you? Like, what if, just what perfect, if God doesn't want to you know? give you somebody that is on your list? What if God wants you to, to give you somebody you be, have to build up and all that? But the truth is this: God never, God never gives us a future. God never gives. I mean, us He didn't even give Adam that <laughs> He created. God never gives yes, us a finished exactly. product. He always like, gives us something to work on. A finished product, but what if God wants so, you to have somebody that? You have to, you know, build from the scratch. Somebody that is not even up to. That means you need to, you need to adjust your yeah, list to fit God. So like if you have a the truth is, even, 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 exactly. Or better still, better still, better still, readjust your list. Okay, so for example, you're looking for a finished product. Like I want an amazing working class girl who already is a big mm. working class girl. Mm-hmm. That's your list. You can adjust that list to say, you know something. I want a potential. No, but then this thing about you know, I'm going to look out for a girl that has that. 
No, no, no. I'm not saying potential. I'm saying oh, having okay. that potential character you're looking for. You know, because you need something to build on. You understand? Yeah. Like, you need a land to build yeah. on. You can't build on mm-hmm. the sky. So, you get my point. So, if God is not going to give you a product, he's not going to give yeah. you a finish house. He'll give you a land to build on. You know, already, yeah. So, so those are the few things to look out. So, you're looking, mm-hmm. you say, I want an independent woman. Yes. But some guys are like, I want an independent woman. You understand? Look at a girl who has the potential to be independent. Who and, and begin to, you know, wire her. Begin to, you know, they say cultivate. Mm-hmm. That's why they say men are to cultivate a woman. You know, like you know, so cultivate her to become that because you have seen the potential as she is. So how do you know the difference is? For example, you're the kind of person that like, oh, I want an independent woman. You know, a woman who can stand on her own two feet and all that. So you're around girls always like. Ah, Dependent, dependent, dependent. You're like, oh, I don't want this. But the, the other girl you now see, who is like, wow, ah, uh, no, I me, mean, I believe I like to do my own thing. Yeah. But she's yes, not, there not there yet. There you yet. understand? Yeah. She just looks like a woman. Okay. <laughs> you want to build on. Yeah. Because we're not perfect, we're not. really, to be very because honest. You won't do yourself. You're not even perfect. And I think that, that's what I'm Yeah. You're not perfect too. It's like two imperfect people coming together and trying to first of all deal with their imperfection, then use what they have available to build a perfect world for themselves. So it's almost like it's almost like um, we're, we're we're living in this uh, facade, and you know why? There's a whole lot of tension coming from yeah. a future lifestyle. From um, let me just say, for example, social media. So on social media, what we have on social media yeah. is a future lifestyle. Um, mm-hmm. nobody shares their worst pictures. They only share yeah, their picture where they are yeah. best dressed, best makeup, best everything, you know, you know, or in front of a mm-hmm. Ferrari that is not but theirs. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> or so yeah, it, it, you no, know, we know the copy already has money, so there's no use. Anyway, back to the story. Yeah, yeah. That. You have all these things working for you. Um, the, the point is, it's important that we learn to have, um, realize that, see, there's a whole lot of, you know, makeup outside where people are just, yeah. the real look is gone. Everybody's just on makeup. And I feel like both parties need to have that conversation. So, for example, if you're with someone or you like someone, and the person is always wanting to this whole yeah. makeup lifestyle. It's your duty to be able to have a conversation as well with the person and say, listen, we can't be fake. Yeah. Are you getting it? Because, um, see, I heard, okay, I heard this, I heard this very funny thing my friend was sharing with me. It was very funny. Um, he said, um, he met one of his friends who they went to school together, lost his job, yeah. you know, recently. Um, and they're not even paid them for about eight months. So, the company just let them go. And he said that he, his girlfriend who he was dating at that point, he told the girlfriend that, ah, man, he lost his job. And he said immediately, oh. the girlfriend left him. Immediately. So she was actually with him because of the job. Ah, when he told me. I, I mean, I don't know. I was shocked. I was like, ah, are you sure this is real? Oh. He said he himself was shocked. He said the girl left immediately. And I couldn't help but to think it deeply. And I, and I remember I told him that. I said, oh, it's partly the guy's fault. Yes, I know the girl has her own yeah. stuff, but it's partly the girl guy's fault. The guy has painted yeah. a perfect picture for that girl. So the girl only saw mm-hmm. a perfect picture of him. You know, he has I've always been spending consistently yeah. on her. He has been always, every small, you know, so he has always been, you know, selling that he's the, Big Don, the Don Chichi. Yeah. So when the girl <laughs> saw Chichi. that ah, the job has gone, he felt that ah, he's suffering. Mm-hmm. I'll go through Yale. I have to japa mm-hmm. and all that, and that's why the girl left. So I felt like if the if the guy had been, you know, hundred percent him, and I feel sometimes they're not like for both parties. A lot of the time we paint the wrong picture, yeah, in our relationship, and that creates a lot of tension. Creates a lot of tension, even as Christian brothers. Like, so we go to church. Imagine mm-hmm. if you really go to a beautiful church where you know everybody's all good looking and the rest. There are times you want to paint the wrong picture. 
you know, you want to, you know, carry yourself to, you know, big, you know, because you know that's mm -hmm. what they're attracted. You know, the reason why this girl is because of that car or is because of that, you know, fashion statement. So you keep putting yourself under yeah. durex to suit that lifestyle. So the day she sees the other side of you that is not so fashionable, that is not so big boyish, she becomes scared. And she wants to take the work and all that. And, and the same thing with the girl. So the girl only paints this really high heel. You know, I'm mm -hmm. this high heel girl, you know, curvy, curvy dresses, you know, looking all yeah. sexy and uh, I'm hot. If you, if you, and and you see, for most guys that have mm -hmm. hot girlfriends, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, one fear they always fear is, ah, if I don't maintain my stand, yeah. this girl can leave yeah. me. So he wants to keep it like that. Because she herself is, you know, but the reality is, the reality is that we're not perfect yes, people. Not. And it's important that your partner sees your worst. In fact, very early, very early, I don't even go find the relationship. You meet the person. After one month, mm -hmm. don't show the person small of your other side. Because there's no coin that has one side. Mm -hmm. That's two sides. So let him see the, the other side. So this is your other side. It will determine whether I can stick with this. But or I'm just going to bounce. Part of like everything. Hello? Nefe, are you there? Okay, Hello, I'm with you. Yes, said, like, these are people you tell from the onset, oh, like you have these flaws and these flaws, and then by the time you now get to see, and they'll be like, Oh, it's fine, they're like, oh, you're amazing, oh, you matter, blah 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 blah. And then you now get to show them that part of you that you've always told them about. And then by the time they see that part, they run away. So like I mm. don't understand. But then you told them from the onset. I feel like I feel like I feel like those people are not. Um, I, I might be wrong, but I feel like those people are not emotionally matured, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like they still have a lot maybe of other like, options. Like, uh, exaggerating the whole thing, maybe. No, I think they were not really in love. Really. I feel like you know, there, there's something about um love that first of all blinds your eyes for his why before it opens your eyes <laughs> you know but I, I feel like i feel like when you tell people who you are and the person sees yeah, it that's when they the person should be able yeah. yeah the person should be able to first of all say okay this girl was honest and rough from the beginning sure you get my point and it's like okay so let, I, I, there's there's an experience i had with someone i know okay. to a girl who we got pretty close, and I think the first time we had a conversation, she just she told me her situation straight up. I mean, she told me. I mean, I could have just played along and said, "Sure, that's not a problem now," because I had something. Else. I mean, as I saw it, I got scared. I was like, "Man, I can't do this," you know. Man, I stepped back, and she said, "I know that you're stepping back for that reason." I was like, "Not necessary. I'm not step, but." That for this part, I know I can't be yeah. part of it, but wasn't the reason why I stepped back. But the honest truth is, she was yeah. right. But why, were, back. why Why didn't you Boom. just come step out and back. say, like, this is why you stepped back? You actually stepped back because of that reason. Like, why did you? Okay, so, so you know why? Yeah. At, that, at that point, at that point, I felt like if I go tell her straight up and I see this is why mm -hmm. I stepped back, it felt like I was judging her based yeah, on but her then, if you actually, for like, if you actually, like, real to somebody, like, if you actually, like, honest about it, like, I don't think, I think it should be less painful than when you're lying and she knows you're actually lying. Yeah, but, you know, since, since the relation, mm -hmm. since it wasn't yet a relation, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, in fact, that was not at all. I felt like since the relationship, it was not even a relationship yet. It was just friendship that was developed, mm -hmm. right? So it was in the early yeah. days of just friendship. Brought it up, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess it was to me it was slightly too early that she probably had that level of conversation. Yeah. Um, we could have been um, slightly closer. You know, because I feel that timing is important, right? As much as you want to tell people about your self, um, your yeah, your weakness or your insecurities, yeah. um, do 
point where you know you 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 know that this guy is already showing you new interest. Mm-hmm. At that point, you cannot break the ice in small small. Yeah. You know, but when you just decide Stayed the ice is straight from the yeah. beginning, on it's like ah, this person really wants to even pursue me. So let me run. <laughs> so that's what would happen. So I, I advise usually you shouldn't be that early. Shouldn't be that early. You should because you don't want to just tell the person the person wants yeah. to be. Is everybody yeah, are gonna so keep telling like that? So true facts. So 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 I feel like it's important that that should be the starting point. Okay, so ensure your conversation comes from so in a situation whereby like you've told them about you've seen this part of you and then maybe it doesn't sit well with them, should you keep like communicating with them even though they've drawn back a bit and should you still like go after that friendship or yes, just I feel like, I feel, yes for me i feel that the first thing you should do is have that conversation with them why did you draw back no but then you get my point. will say the truth about why that... they drew back or anything most people are not honest in this i like um, like, like, it depends on how it depends on how you start the conversation. Okay, but you know right? why. So, I, um, I, if, I, I if you already know why they drew back, like both of you already had that conversation, and they already said, "Oh, like, is it that you you can take a walk if you want to take a walk and all that?" Like, you already know why they drew back because you probably were reacted in a situation you are meant to put yourself in check. So, like, you already know why. So, should you keep like? pursuing like should you keep going after that friendship or you just let it well, go is, i'm hoping you tell me to let it go because well you meant it go <laughs> yes yes see see the thing is you know the, the thing is when it comes to relationship it's slightly no, it's more complicated and more personal right okay yes yes even at friendship even at friendship level because it is friendship there is no emotional attachment to mm-hmm. it right so there's nothing wrong with you being friends with boundaries. You all you just need to be be friends but put boundaries, yeah. right? To it. Since it's not a relationship, you understand? Simply said, okay, fine. If you got can't cope with that part of you, you get my point, then don't have conversation with that part of you. Don't show yeah. that part of you. Remember, you know it's possible for you to have different friends and you only converse on yeah. certain issues. You can have friends that you discuss work. You have friends where you discuss personal, yeah. you have friends where you discuss business. Have different level of friends, so at that point, create a category and put our friends there. Put him there. If it could just be hi hi friend, or it could be church friend, also close up close friend, you could put him in any situation. Mm-hmm. You understand? So I strongly feel like if you've had that conversation and and a person is like, see, listen, because it could be that there's a lot of factors that could be different. It could be that maybe you're not even the first of all the type of person he is. You know, it could be different things yeah. and all that. So I feel like don't put yourself in that situation where, you know, someone, you you guys decide to communicate and someone doesn't want to see through it. Now, it's a different case if you say, um, this is me, I can't change me, and person says, okay, yeah. fine, maybe we should. But it's a different case when you say, this is me, I know I'm working progress. I, I know I won't change immediately, but I know that I'll definitely I'm working towards changing now that's a different situation yeah it's not totally you get but if the person still doesn't you understand understand that like you're working progress and then blah blah blah. but then you already know that you messed up and then you overreacted and can't you just like you just want to take your shame and your curve think about you have you heard the statement that they said marriage is about too perfect for givers i think so the thing is messing up He's not even thinking so he's really so because trust me, the thing about forgiveness, and that's why Jesus says, How long should we uh, how how okay. often do we uh, forgive someone? You know, he says 70 times seven. Why? Because the truth is this people will always offend you. Remember when he said offense will always come. You understand? But woe to him. So if 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 you had messed up and you had clearly stated it and say, admit I messed mm-hmm. up. I'm sorry about that. The point, it means that you were mature enough to, first of all, admit no, that you messed up sorry, and notice... You know that, like, after you op- apologize to the person, you expect your friendship to go back to the way it was, but what if it's not... Okay, maybe I'm not giving it enough time for it to go back to that place it was, but what if it's not going back to that place it was and it's just... I don't know. 
You know why? Because the thing is, the thing is, the mess up must have actually um, changed the way people look at you. Because the truth is, when sometimes we mess up, it changes how people look at us, depending on the level of mess up. Yeah. You get my point. Um, that change is perspective towards you, uh-huh. right? So even when you apologize, say, hey, yeah, yeah, but it has caused something in him to, you know, switch. So he became distant. So the point at that point is to have a conversation and say, see. Now, the second conversation you can now have is, listen, I know that somehow this friendship has actually changed um, the closeness or the conversations that we usually would share or that closeness has kind of, you know, caused a withdrawal. And I know it came from that, you know, which, of course, I did apologize for. Um, do you think there is any way that, you know, this can be, you get, that we can get like close again, for that conversation? Like, <laughs> no, 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 it's not, no, it's not begging for friendship at all. It's actually having a honest conversation, or I like to call it, or Pastor Debo was the first to introduce it, as having a difficult conversation. I don't like difficult conversations. You're having a difficult conversation. You need to <laughs> like it. If you don't like it, sometimes things will never move mm-hmm. forward. But what I, me- I, want, I remember I told my friend. Let them be in their space, like since they want, they don't want you up in, all up in their space. Question is, the question is, how long are you going to keep doing that? <laughs> so what if finally you now meet the person that you're in love with, and you both of you are in love, and you there's a mess up, and the guy because you messed up badly, and the guy also changes. Well, he loves you, yes, but he but changes. Then, okay, but are you going to say you will never change like that? They would obviously. No, you see that that's like you see that that's another uh, that's something that is not really true. The thing is this: love does not say we shouldn't change because the thing is, love says I am committed to you. Uh-huh. Yes, but does not mean that I can't be sometimes fed up because you messed up. Yes, but then or I can't be distant from you at some like influence you to actually want to forgive me and be like, oh, she's working progress. Like I will get. No, no, no. Of this. course, the point is, the point is, the person forgave you. The difference is, but the way the person begins to treat you or sees you slightly change. Sometimes for some people, it shouldn't be well to change back. You know, we're human beings. You see, it's only a robot that will just forgive and be normal back again. No, because we're human beings. That's why we say, I forgive you, but I don't forget. Mm -hmm. We don't easily so it's possible. Forget, okay, sorry, forget sorry, 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 I'm just cutting you off. Sorry. So it's possible for somebody to love you and still, mm. you know, want you to don't like they might love you, yes, and then they might still be held back because of your mess up, and they might things might never get back to normal, and they might just you know discard exactly. Ah, uh, yes, because right? yes. No, no, not discard you for life. But at that season of their life, at that point, it could take a month. Some people might take two months. Some people can take a week. They will just behave different. So it is your conversation with them that will make them realize. Because some people, yeah. it is unconscious. I'll tell you the truth. They, they just yes. cut off. Okay, they so love you, but they just me. cut off because so of that. I've been having this, you know, like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm always having emotional issues. <laughs> okay, so, like, I've been having this issue, and then I've been... I, I'm not. I'm not usually the calling person, so I've been trying to call the person and oh, like check up on the person. It's so hard for me to do, and then I'm at this point where I just want. To, I just want somebody to tell me just give up and don't even try again. Just lock up and say bye bye to them. So like, should I just say bye bye and just <laughs> the whole thing? I'm like, okay, I messed up. I messed up. This one is gone. Let me just you know look forward to the future. But I know you would say don't give up. Like <laughs> like I said, like I said. Have that difficult conversation. Have it. It's after the difficult conversation like you can make up your mind. People don't like to be like because it's fair that it's fair that you you see all sides of the story. Okay, so you know why? You know why emotional intelligence is important? Because emotional intelligence tells us that people might not accept your opinion. That's fine. You get my point. People um you might say something and someone yes. might not agree with you. That's fine. But it doesn't stop. It doesn't change your opinion. It doesn't change your person. Because you decide to tell someone that, listen, I noticed that this, this has been happening. This, this, this. Mm-hmm. And the person say, no, no, it's nothing. No, I'm just fine. And person is, continues behaving like that. 
then you know that, okay, so this person, you know, doesn't want to move forward from that. There's no wahala. I'm going to let that go. I'm just going to focus yeah. on other parts. You get. But if you don't have that, you need, having that difficult conversation helps you. It will help you become a better person in terms of how you communicate and how you relate. Because the truth is this, this difficult conversation will always happen in the future. There are times when, um, you know, something happened and I have mm-hmm. to bury my pride and my ego to just have a difficult conversation with someone. And it turns out well. See, sometimes it doesn't turn out well. You let it go. But at that point, you know that you have done everything within your capacity no, but then what, to what ensure that, that you see something and then they're like, you know, they make you look like you're uh, cool and everything and they're like, what has changed? Nothing like weird. So no, see, they, they, that's the point. They make you look like you fool. That's their opinion. Their actions should yes, not you, judge. They, you're, you're, you're saying, oh, like, as in, but then they, they decide, like, oh, that's yeah, something with a wall, like, what do you mean I've changed? Then you know, then you know they're not ready to change. You know they're not ready to change. It means you've done your best. At that point, you can let go of that. But the thing is, you until you have that the conversation, yeah. you can't exactly say. You can't assume that you know they would make you treat you like a fool. No, because you know clearly yeah. you're not a fool. <laughs> so whatever, whatever you do will not change anything. All you're doing is because you respect the person well enough to say, I feel that they, this, this friendship is worth saving and I'm mm-hmm. coming to save it. So you're not going there defensively. You're not going there to say, see, mm-hmm. I'm just having this conversation just because of this relationship. If not, I don't even care. No, you're going there to say, see, I feel this relationship is worth saving. I feel that we don't have to be mm-hmm. distant because of a mess up. And I know that I've done and I'm sorry about it and all that. But I feel that this has cost, you know, you know, the relationship, the friendship to mm-hmm. you know, slide apart. You know, I feel like, you know, we should grow, you know, that we can fix it. How do you think we can fix it? Ask the person the question. Let the person say, see, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I don't want to fix it. Then you know, okay, this person doesn't want to fix it. Then you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you go. That's, in that case, then you go. But until that time... Okay, so my last question now, like before we wrap this up, is okay, like Nefi, for instance, you're right. in a relationship, yeah. Okay. So like if you find it's still around the same subject. So if you find out that your girlfriend has insecurity problems or like she has this circle, like she deals like she's like she has been carrying it around for a long time. So do you stay oh, this question is even because it's not the person is mm. not my boyfriend, the person is just my friend. So but then like if you have a friend or somebody that you're catching feelings for then do you stay mm-hmm. with them to deal with the problem or you just leave them to deal with mm-hmm. the problem themselves? All right. So for me, right, Maybe just um, are talking in this case, right, so imagine it's my girlfriend who has a problem. Yes, yeah. even, even, even for friends, right? If I notice a friend has an insecurity issue, I would have that conversation with the person. Now, it's different. If I know that if I have face-to-face conversation with the person, um, I might not be able to say the way I want to say it. I will say it over in voice. I'll give it one of my very, very, very good friends that we went to school together, right? I remember he had issues at one point because being the the first child, there was a lot of financial demand on him. And, you know, he felt under a lot of pressure. And I remember he would just stay with me and would chill and he was saying it. And I remember I was telling him, right, you need to talk to your people. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to your people. You need to talk with your people. It was like, mm-hmm. how does he want to? That they won't change. Da, da, da. I remember one day, I just sent a voice note to him. And I told him, bro, I don't know how you're going to take this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope you don't take it the wrong way, but let me just tell you the truth. You need to have that conversation with this. Because if you keep going like this, bro, mm-hmm. you have you just catch up attention. You will not last though. You get and I had it, I had that conversation with him. Do you know he got through the conversation, heard it well, li- list mm-hmm. summarized the things I mentioned to him. And he said he had that conversation with mm-hmm. his people. They changed. Imagine if you know, and yet he was scared of having the conversation. Because he felt ah, you know, this is it. Well, he had it, and I remember when he told me, it was like, Mike, <laughs> now before. Mm-hmm. Huh, 
things would have finished in the house. But now, eh, mm. it's not lasting. I'm saying, you see, because you had that conversation. So sometimes when you're with a friend or something, uh, rather than just letting go, I feel first have that conversation with the person first. And if it doesn't work out, then you know that the person is clearly, you know, clearly doesn't want yeah. you in his life as a friend or anything. Then you can't yeah. You get my point. There are people who definitely will not, no matter what you tell them. You know, in that case, you know that, okay, this person mm-hmm. is not, let me take a word, I've done my best. But the person will remember that conversation. In the future, when the person see, the person will say, I know we left, but thank you, you had that conversation with me. I was all stubborn. So, have it. I will say, always have Mm -hmm. it. That's what I've learned. I won't lie for you. That's what I've learned. Um, And and it has bettered my relation. Sometimes I felt like if I ever, if if I knew what I Mm -hmm. knew, you know, now, in maybe some relationship, Mm -hmm. past relationship, Mm -hmm. I would have done better. You know, some difficult. I uh, was just necessary for me. Uh, difficult. I'm like, no, what's wrong with this person? Mm-mm-mm. I would have done better. I would have sat down and we'll have that conversation. See, this is it. This is it. So I would have known that even if we are stepping out, it was stepping from a place of, you know, mutual understanding that, see, I had a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. You didn't see sense yeah. in it. And you took a walk. And I know that my heart is free. Compared to if both of us just mm, and everything just walk away, you know what happens in that case? What happens in that case is that every time I mm-hmm. think of that person, I'll start feeling bad. Mm-hmm. So that's how you get that point. So that's why difficult conversations are important. So have have that conversation. Explain, yes, sir. explain yeah. how you feel about things. You get without being and let the person come out and say his own. Accept his opinion. Mm-hmm. You understand? You don't have to believe it. Too. That's a good thing. You don't have yeah. someone's opinion, but just accept it. Yeah, but difficult conversations are so hard. That's all that is necessary. <laughs> oh. mm. Yeah, they are. They are. But the more you have them, the more it's easy for you mm. to have them. That's all. Really. Especially for me, because it's even hard to make the call to actually even have the conversation in the first place. Like before you... you don't sometimes you don't need to have a call. You don't need to do a call. I mentioned these days, everybody on WhatsApp, you could send a voice note and you send a voice note. The person replies back with a voice note or says, oh, okay, and all that. If you know that face-to-face would be difficult for you, have it over a voice note and be as open as possible and say, see, listen, this is what I think. I know that. And let the person say his own. I agree with the person. See, you can accept the person's opinion. You don't have to agree with it. So someone can say, hey, and if you notice in my conversation when we talk on this thing, I, I mm-hmm. say, this is my opinion, I tell you, it doesn't have to affect everybody. Because I, I understand that not everybody, like we always say, some people say, like, all this is rubbish. It doesn't work. It's not be like that. I'm fine with that. It's okay yeah. not to believe. You get my point. And some, but it doesn't mean I share my opinion. And I think that's what, you know, you would have to have that. That's how the conversation should work. So that it doesn't become a fight, so it doesn't become. Yeah, I'm telling you, are saying this thing. You don't have to be alpha and omega yeah. of the conversation. Just okay, share your guys, way and leave already, it out. Time is already up, and we are 58 minutes. Wow, I want us to do 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nefe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, me myself. Okay, guys, but... thank you for listening. I... Like we can never ever finish like our conversation. So, Nefe, do you have anything to say to our listeners before never. you go? Never. Okay, so I'll just say that um, just always have a conversation. Do your best to communicate in your relationship before you uh-huh. end anything. Don't just end yeah, it. Let it be necessary and then have true conversation. Before you doing yes, ensure you're doing it right. That yes, but don't just leave something because yeah. you know something doesn't just sit well with you. Or doesn't like it's or so mean for you to just stop talking stubborn. to somebody. Decide not to like, be the stubborn one. Do, 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 do not start wondering what did I do, what did I do wrong, what did yeah. I do right. So they, like at least have the closure. Because the truth is, even though they know what they did, but then yes, yes. Yeah? Because truly, everybody has filters. What did you say? I said everybody filters to you so have that conversation that's what i would say have the conversation ensure you have that 
conversation and be sure that you're understood and you understand the person yeah. before you make any decision. You understand? Don't make assumptions. Don't don't yeah. kill relationships. You understand? Don't make assumptions. Just simply yeah. no, just have communicated. Yes, thank you guys. All right, guys. Till next time.